Welcome to another stimulating topic episode from the NPCs for the week of November 7th, 2020. You're so set in stone that this game is going to play out just as you expect. The story, the characters, the environment. You feel like you know everything like the back of your hand and feel that everything is going to be all right. But wait, what is that character doing? Is this environment real? The happy-go-lucky sidekick is the bad guy? Whoa, what a twist, huh? This week, it's time for us to relive some of those pivotal moments in video game storytelling that had us screaming out or audibly gasping as we take a look at top video game twists. My name is Travis, and of course, I am joined by Preston. What up? And Kyle. What's up? I botched a little bit there in the intro, but I don't care. I still felt the power. I know you twisted me. I thought you were going to get through it. Nice job. Thank you. You're really into the spirit of this thing. I like it. (laughs) All right. So before we get into any of this here, we should preface this by saying that this episode is going to be rather spoiler heavy for a lot of these games. But these games have been out for some time. So to be perfectly honest with you, it's kind of your fault that you don't know a lot about this anyway. (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm giving a like, fuck you. You do it. Yeah, I'm giving you I'm giving our audience the benefit of the doubt that, you know, it's like. Okay, we need to at least say this here, but looking at who our audience is and what's here on this list, if you don't know this, do you even really play video games? Exactly. You hear that, Kyle? I'm talking yeah. about you, buddy. <laughs> oh, I feel that should be more directed me? at me. <laughs> that was a twist in of its own. A twist? <laughs> yeah, because I, I think I knew about all these. You didn't even look in at the fact, list. In fact, I know I knew about all these. <laughs> you didn't even look at there's the fucking large, list. Suck my dick. You didn't even look at the list. Of them. There's a large swath of them that I'm actually looking at here that I know of, and there's a couple because they're games I didn't actually even play. Um, but I I know the majority of these here, so I don't feel too bad going into this either. Well, Kyle, I, actually, hold on. I, I got to ask this. Do we want to read off just the game or do we want to read off the twist itself or the twist with the game as well? Oh man, I was, I'm not ready to make decisions. Well, you have no choice. Uh, that's damn a it. Tough call. Hold on, Preston. First <laughs> up, I'm going to say you have to be ready to make decisions. This I'm is not. a, this is to sort out a top 10 list. I know, but you I'm have not. to make decisions. I wasn't, I'm not in the right frame of mind. Ah, and you even gave me an easy one to start with. I don't, mm, that's tough. What do you think, Kyle? Let's debate that. Hmm. <laughs> we're, we're really going to debate it? No, I don't care. Should we, uh, should we go read off the games and the twist, or should we just read off the game? Uh, do both. We, we've, right, given, Kyle, we've given the spoiler alert. Fuck them. F- fair enough. Yeah, okay. Kyle, go ahead and read off our list with the game and uh, the, the short summary twist here that we have for it. All righty. So we've got Portal Game, uh, Puzzle Game to Survival Action Game. Portal 2, Wheatley Going Rogue, uh, Mortal or Metal Gear Solid 4, Big Boss is Alive, uh, Halo, fi- or Halo, the f- uh, Flood of the True Enemies, Bioshock, uh, Would You Kindly, Shadow of Colossus, Domin is the Bad Guy You Have Been Helping, uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, Your Playing is Raiden, Metroid, Samus is a Girl, Silent Hill 2, Mary is Dead, Assassin's Creed 3, You're Playing as a Templar, Red Dead Redemption, John Marston Dies, Braid, You're the Bad Guy, Call of Duty 4, The Nuke Goes Off, Infamous, Kessler is You, uh, Final Fantasy 7, 
Aerith is killed. Resident Evil, Wesker is a bad guy. Star Wars KOTOR, you've been controlling Revan the whole time. Heavy Rain, Detective Shelby is the killer. God of War, uh, Loki is your son. Dead Space, Nicole is dead. Mafia 2, there is no happy ending. Spec Ops The Line, you're the bad guy. Life is Strange, Max can't save Chloe. Metal Gear 5, you're not Big Boss, but a switch was made. Uh, Half-Life 2, Eli Vance is killed. Prey, it isn't real. Spider-Man, Aunt May dies. Those are some great fucking twists. They are. They, they they really are. And you've got to at yeah. least give a hand to these the developers and that to be able to actually work their way into these games and, you know, and, and, and build these up as much, too, especially with how much better video game storytelling has been in the last decade or so. Mm-hmm. True that. You know, it's or at least 20 years, really. Uh, but, well, I guess. Where to begin? Hmm. I don't know. Pick one. <laughs> Well, I brought it up. Yeah. I brought it up before, like when we well, were talking. Well, you're the one that brought it up. Why don't you pick one, motherfucker? I'm trying to settle down. All right, so yeah, calm down, Kyle. I was going to bring excited. up. <laughs> I was going to bring up Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, Dorman is the bad guy. You have been helping. The way I understand it, this is one I have not played. I've seen enough videos of. But doesn't this basically become a reality, like right off the bat, though, that you're you're in the understanding that to be able to save this this girl, this this handmaid, whatever she is, um, that you have to go and kill the colossus but you're under the impression anyway that the person you're talking to or at least who's who's guiding you to be able to complete these is already a bad person you know isn't that the understanding with it or am i missing something from no they never come know? out and yeah. say that he's a bad person you, nothing's you have... ever said that he's a bad guy so there's no Borderlands splash screen that comes up that says dorman and then in quotes the bad guy yeah no. nothing like no and then... oh well fuck okay it's more you're, like, and you're under the impression that the Colossus are maybe bad, yeah. In this and they're not, like, because you gotta, you gotta understand. You traveled to what what they would understand is the uh, Forbidden Land, and when the guys show up at the end and they're yelling at you for going and killing the Colossi, they're like, "Why did you come to the Forbidden Land? You knew you weren't supposed to come here. We told you you weren't supposed to do anything mm-hmm. about right. it." Um, right. So, I mean, I was pretty turned gets, on my head on that one. Yeah, I, he he kind of shows up and y- you know, you're you're kind of like fresh as he is to to the area. So all of a sudden, you know, this higher power, you know, w- this unnamed unshown person starts talking to you and says, "Oh, you have someone that's dead and I can help you bring her back. I okay. see that you love her." You need to go kill these beasts for me. And you have no prior knowledge. You think, yeah, I'm doing a good thing. Okay, okay. No, it just did. <laughs> the way that I had seen the story, and I guess because it's it's a game I have not played, you know, I've seen enough and, and read enough, I thought that I had a good understanding of it. I thought it was pretty, I thought it was pretty clear, at least to a point, like someone who really teetered on the edge towards being on the, the bad guy side of things. But I understand, of course, it was more towards the greater good of being able to bring back whoever this this person was from whatever had happened to them. Because I know at least at the end, it's uh, Dorman uh, possesses the main character here. 
and you know, explain the whole power thing, and then mm-hmm. everything just goes to shit there at the end, and you're left with whatever remains of that story. And so I, think, I hmm. yeah, I think that was kind of some of the magic of that game is that, um, you you just really didn't know till the very end. You, know? you didn't, even though they had been dropping clues throughout the game. Like every time you beat a colossus, the mm-hmm. the black haze comes in and grabs you and busts that little shadow thing busts through you. Like you have no reference of what that is or what it means yeah until the end shatters these relic like statues yeah and and you don't realize what you're doing i was pretty shocked on that one i don't know like it's not the best thing on here but damn i was i felt like such a bitch after they fucking did that reveal i was like oh my god i've been killing all these colossus and like for no reason i'm such an asshole oh i i felt manipulated yeah. In, way, in that game uh i don't think i can lose that one right now i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> that's tough for me sherm i'm sorry no that's a, that's a fine one there it's just it was my misunderstanding of how the actual story built up i didn't think it was anything that was directly at the end or or at least leading up to close to the end that revealed such i thought i mean it was technically more you're right they a, are giving like a... you those hints they're they are giving you all the information there but since these games like dabble in obscurity that's like kind of how they mm-hmm. tell their stories, whether it's Ico, Shadow of the Classes, or Last Guardian, all of them. You don't know that you know, I guess, in that. So, I don't know. No, that's, that's I mean, you're kind of right, cool. but I don't know. That's cool. It might make it all the way through here. I mean, if it's something we need to hold on to as, as we're going on anyway, because I'm sure there's a couple others that need to be cut on here as is, though. But I, it was just one that I saw and wasn't really 100% certain on anyway. But let's carry on then and see what else we've got. Uh, I got one. Possibly get rid of. Hmm. How about we cut prey? So in the beginning of prey, I don't know if you know what that one is, Sherm. Um, mm-hmm. I do. You, you can see that it isn't real. The beginning of prey. This is the remake. Uh, the remake or whatever you want to call it. The reboot of the franchise. It's it's like a little twist in the beginning of the game, but I don't think it really impacts the rest of the game. And I don't feel manipulated or anything like that. Or I wasn't super shocked. It was just a nice way to start the game. Yeah. I- it was cool and everything. It was. It was a nice little way to intro- introduce you to the world, I thought, and what it was. I did have to get the, uh, the the like, ruined the first day of work achievement, though, when I played it. <laughs> yeah. I do. I did like busting that when you break through the glass the first time, and I was like, wait a minute, what? I was well, like, no, oh, you, I've been shocked. If you, uh, if you jump into the helicopter blades, you get an achievement for, like, missing the first day of work. I didn't do that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I played on PlayStation, so I wonder if there's a trophy for the same thing. Oh, yeah, there's a trophy for Is it. Is there a trophy for it? Hmm. Wait, did they cut funny. that one? Well, if it, I, that's the interesting thing, though, that gets to me is that it's like I feel like the way twists get built up is that you're farther along into a story, and then the twist exactly. hits you and throws out everything yeah, you've learned. If it's something I, that I hits you right it. in the beginning, it's not even really a twist. It's more of just a... Uh, just a part of the general story that you have to take on through the rest of it. The rest of these here are things that you don't learn about till at least halfway to a, like two thirds of the way through a story. I think I think that uh, definitely sets the tone for the entire game, though. Uh, it does saying that you know don't ever expect anything to be real. Yeah, don't believe your eyes in this game. It yeah, was, yeah. I just don't think it's going to be top ten, though. To be honest. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, let's cut that hoe.
Bye, Prey. I like that game a lot more than most people. Let's see. It still pisses me off that Dan does not like that game. He gets so mad because you can't kill everything with a shotgun. (laughs) I don't want to talk about shotguns with you guys ever again. I, I, I can't do that anymore about video game weapons. Come on. Why? Too much. It's too much of a battle over shotguns. I think we had to have spent too much time talking about. No, we. Are you talking about the weapons? The iconic weapons. Yeah. Yeah. No, we argued about sniper rifles and pistols. I thought it was shotguns in there. There was no shotgun on that list. Fine. Or IGNs. (laughs) (laughs) We're still waiting on those royalties. IGN, come on, hit us up. I forgot. I I saw another one. What? Uh, shouldn't shouldn't uh, Silent Hill two be that the whole thing is controlled by a dog? Well, that's one of the endings. <laughs> but the, the the canon ending is that it is not. It is that Mary is dead, and that it is that uh, James has built the town of Silent Hill out of his memories and regret and guilt. Mm-hmm. That is the canon story ending, which was a shocking thing, I guess. But um. That story is so convoluted and hard to follow. I could actually cut that one. Okay. It's... You think it's more of a twist in the sense that it's just to add to the level of dread and guilt that you're already feeling playing the game with how Silent Hill normally goes in the first place? Like, it's not even necessarily a twist. It's just more that it's like, we're going to layer on another piece of crap for you to to really screw with you even further. But it's like a plot twist doesn't necessarily require to, to really make that happen. I think it... I think because it, yeah, like it wasn't a traditional Silent or Silent Hill. Like since the first one wasn't, it was it was a straight up just a demon game. And this one, when the idea is that it was all in your head because of your feelings of guilt, yeah, that's mm-hmm. something that breaks tradition. That's not something you would normally see in a. Maybe that's why it's everyone's favorite because none of the others are like that. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think that's top ten either, though. I think you're right. Cut that shite. That's a good fucking twist, though. Mm-hmm. But I was also extremely confused throughout that whole game. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> what a shame. I was going to put Pyramid Head has sex with mannequins. That was a nice twist, too. That's, that's, just, that's just normal. That, that, I'm not even going to call that a twist. That's just Silent Hill being Silent Hill. That is Sorry. just Silent Hill being Silent Hill. <laughs> no, I'm not calling that a twist. Let's see here. That was fucking crazy. Um, hmm. I got another one. Hmm. What's up? Uh, God of War, Loki is your son. I saw it coming. Yeah, I kind of saw that one coming early on. Yeah, like, I, I didn't know he was Loki, but I knew he was something. Yeah, no, like... Even before, because I, I found out shortly after I started playing it, and it that was one. It was like I knew something was going on because the way it like just the way his character was being built and stuff. Right. And I was like, when I found out at first, I was like, God damn it! And I was like, No, that makes sense. I shouldn't it, even it kinda be does, mad right? about yeah. that. That that totally strikes me as being totally correct. Yeah, like. I know Dan really likes that twist. He thought that was just awesome. I was like, I kind of saw it coming. Like, not not to the degree, I guess, but... Yeah, I think we should cut that one. 
Goodbye. Get out of here. His name was Atreus, but he was really low-key. Actually, I also thought it was kind of cheesy the way they revealed it. Remember, because I don't know if you actually, have you actually seen how the ending goes. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, he's standing I over a cliff because they get because the idea of the game is you're supposed to take the ashes of Atreus's mom, who's Loki, um, all the way up to the top of this mountain. You finally get to the top of the mountain, and he says something like "Good job, Loki," and it just like cuts to black or something like that. I was like, ah, that was kind of cheesy the way you did that, but <laughs> so. You you could totally have missed it. Yeah, I guess if you weren't really paying attention, you could have just missed that. <laughs> All right, I've cut two. Someone else has got to cut something now. Pick something, Kyle. Come on, pick something. He did Silent Hill. You haven't done one yet. Yeah. Man, fuck you. Fuck right, you, buddy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Tell me dear. shit. I'll um... tell you. Hmm. I have another one if you don't. Yeah, I, so I do really I. don't. I like all of these. I hate that's the problem I have is that I hate, I like a lot of these, so uh in the same regard, Dead Space, Nicole is dead. I knew that Nicole was dead. Uh it was I thought that one was still a good twist. I I I, I, I don't know. There's did you think she ones. was alive? Uh for a while there I did. Did you? He okay. cries okay, about okay, this twist still? For probably about day. the for probably about the first third I did. Okay, let's hold on to it for a little bit then. I don't know. Okay. Maybe it was just my hope. <laughs> no, I, I just had. I just. I don't know when you when I got to de- when you get to the Ishimura in Dead Space. I didn't think anybody was alive. If I'm being honest. I'm like, dude, you are fucking dead. On this honestly, though, ship. yeah. When I first played it, like that was the first thing I said. But in in the back of my mind, I was like, she she's got to be alive, right? She's got to be alive. I mean, there's. I found one or two people that they're they're totally batshit insane, but they're alive. But yeah, so I mean, may- maybe she's alive. And, it kind of subverts you know, the expectations get... of the game too. Like, but yeah, you walk in those doors and you see the first slaughter of people, and you're just like, ah, she's fucking dead. She's dead, dude. I was like, oh, I don't think so. I mean, I did like that you would see her, like flashes of her, you're like, oh, and she'd help you, and you're like, oh. But for yeah. some reason, it never felt right to me, especially when you got like little glimpses of you going insane because of the marker. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, if you want to hold on to that for a little while, we can. Is there something else you see instead? Mm. Uh, I, I, you're going to think I'm crazy. Half-Life 2. I already do. Um, I'm not sure what to think about that one. I knew it before I played the game. So that one was ruined for me. So I don't know. So I'll leave that one up to you guys. I don't know. Like, It was shocking when it happened it I was thought, shocking but, but yeah I don't know it was if it was a big twist yeah i i think if it, i think it would have been more of a twist if like i think it'd be more of a twist if like um let's see here it, it just seemed like that's the way the story had to progress is that he had to die is that you know he had been around in the story long <laughs> enough anyway with half-life one and two it just seemed like he had to go <laughs> Story progress. That's where it stops. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, don't talk to me about Half Life Three and shit. It just seemed like okay. In the grand scheme of stories and true. continuing on plot, it just seemed like Doctor Vance had to die. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't but, know. I mean, I technically, technically, in Half Half Life, Alex brings him back. So, are you fucking Alex kidding me? Oh, it, Alex is it a prequel, is, but yeah, then but... they. 
then then they do bring him back in the end. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I'm like, yeah. wait, 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 hold on, hold on. When you're saying, hold on, I need a little bit more explanation. What do you mean by bring him back in the end? She doesn't. You don't like flash. Let, let's like, just forward say G-Man's to... involved. Okay. The character's brought back. Like the, yeah. That, okay. Like yeah. I haven't played it, but I've I've watched a bunch more videos. Like I started to get into it, and I was like, no, I can't. Oh, okay. I just hold on a minute. So Eli's death was at the end of episode two. Two. Yeah. Right. Isn't it like the, okay. the didn't they I'm mixing up some story stuff here. Oh god, was it like a giant robot or something that came through? I can't and remember what them? the actual name of the what the name of those combine creatures are. Um they're the uh, large they're ones like that like float around. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah they, I think that's they're it. Like yeah, the they bloated have... worms, but yeah, okay. with like metal bodies that let yeah. them float around. But yeah, they're, they they're like, actually what was it? higher ups in the the combine society. He was being held up by one of them and then got stabbed by the other, yeah. right? Yeah, that was right. See, I was trying to think. See, I thought that was earlier. I thought that was episode one, and then episode two was the was the the follow up after that. But okay, no, I'm mixing up the story part here than myself. So, I if you guys are okay with cutting it, that's fine. Like I said, it didn't twist me since I knew it was. I, you guys got a good laugh at me, me anyway, so you can at least see where my half life knowledge kind of got <laughs> all askew. I seriously thought he had died in one. In, in episode one, and then episode two was the subsequent, you know, uh, fallout from that, and then, you know, three finally just never happened, so. But yeah, if it needs to go, it needs to go then. I just, I, it, it wasn't as much of a shock to me more than anything. It was just like, oh, he's dead now. It just seemed like you see how much has happened anyway. It just seemed like he was the next logical one to go, so it didn't, it didn't freak me out or anything either. It was just, oh, well, okay. That's gone. I, I got a heavy hitter. I think we should probably cut. Uh, Red Dead see. Redemption. John Marston dies. I was yeah. rooting for John Marston to get his happy ending, but in the back but of my mind, knew. I I always knew, knew it was a possibility that he may not. Mm-hmm. And it like it was still. It was more sad than it was a twist. I'm like, God damn it. I can't believe you actually you're doing this to me. I don't know. Maybe that's a twist in a way. I'm trying to remember. What was his what was his actual death in there? Was it was it was tuberculosis, wasn't it? No, that's uh, Red Dead 2. That's yeah. Red Dead 2. Okay. Yeah. So in yeah, the first no, one, it was, it was a when, hail of gunfire. Yeah. You've been living out basically the your life on the at your homestead after you did what you were supposed to. And things are going okay, and then the guys who had hired you show up to tie up loose ends, as it is, and they kill you. And you have to, and you know they're going to kill you. You walk out, and there's like what thirty of them. Yeah, it goes in. It goes into your like uh, your dead eye like mode. Dead eye mode, and you you've just got your you're one like, revolver. I have, you're at like, that point. I got six bullets. You're like, I'll put as many fucking bullets into these. Yeah, people as there's I can, like thirty there's no guys, possible. and you're like, I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was okay well then mm. i just don't know if it's it seems like a good a western story i guess yeah like it's like a, like if you're actually like watching a western movie and you know the it really fits that same trope of you know it's not the good guy riding out to the sunset necessarily but and rockstar kind of is totally capable of happened. killing anybody they want like true Rock, yeah like dan hauser writes those stories to say like i don't Nobody's safe in a Rockstar game. So no, it's not, exactly. I, I mean, look not, at 
Yeah. Oh man, that's another one I should have added on here as a twist because that one hit me pretty hard when uh, I ended up hitting that part of the story too. Um, Which one? Was uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas was when you find out about Big Smoke. I mean, you already knew the cops were corrupt, but you didn't know the Big Smoke yeah, was, that was, was uh, running everything that was a behind the scenes. Betrayal. I was not happy about yeah. that. Get the yeah, you can throw that on there. I'd actually driving up. I think that'll last longer yeah. than John Marston dies. But okay, I'm gonna add another one. GTA San Andreas. What do you think, Kyle? Take it off. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Bye, Marston. You're, you're a badass. Love that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good one, Sherm. I was not. I was not happy. Well, as soon as you start talking about the story, and then I forgot that Red Dead was a Rockstar game, and as soon as you said that, I was like, San Andreas. I was like, that one, that one hit me because that was the that so far has only been the only Grand Theft Auto game that I've hundred percented. I liked in four where you were going to lose either your cousin Roman or the girl. I can't remember her name from GTA Four. It was a choice. Come one. on, cousin, big American titties. Yeah, but one of them was going yeah, to die. Poor Roman. I don't know if that was a twist, but again, like I'm just not shocked by those, I guess, as much because mm-hmm. Rockstar has already proven that they are willing to kill off a character. Yeah, they do that pretty well. But we can come back and talk San Andreas later. I mean, if it needs to go, because there's some other heavy hitters on here too. No, let's go ahead and hold on that for now. Yeah. Um, what about Halo? What do you guys I think, think about that one? it's? I think it's an interesting twist. I wouldn't say it's necessarily like a big twist, though, that the game would change as such. You know, it's it's Covenant versus the UNSC. And then out of nowhere, it's learning the secrets of the Halo to find out. It's like this was actually a prison for these creatures here who have the capacity to completely eradicate all life. And the Halos exist to basically keep them under control to the point that we'll fire and kill everything just to make sure that these guys also go too. Uh, But I think think where things got lost, though, especially like being a kid playing the original Halo on Xbox, I think where things got lost, though, is that you really – would pay attention to the story to a point, but now it's like another enemy and you kind of, they drown out the rest of the story there to kind of understand what happened. It's not until you're, you're older and, you know, playing the game back a little bit um, and kind of reading into some of it more. It's like, Oh yeah, this was a, a big change around, you know, and a big thing because the flood has become the, the enemy you don't want to mess with. But as being an actual like crazy, super hyped up twist or anything, it, I don't know. I felt like I was still learning about the world there. Like, I had... There's a lot to take in. Yeah, I felt like I was just dropped into a war between the two, the Covenant and UNSC, whatever the hell it is. And I don't know, like, that was just a natural progression of the story. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Like, I don't know what you guys thought about Halo. I, I just... I think the Flood and that level of the library just pisses me off to no end of this day <laughs> but i will say at least it is such a pace change from that game isn't it like that was it's... i think that was i think the biggest I, I think the plot twist is like oh now it's gonna be even more of a problem yeah fuck you i i did like the twist though where captain keys was uh um had become a flood and you know was only like 
so far changed over that you ended up, you know, finding him. And I can't remember. Do you have to put a bullet in his head to actually completely get rid of him? Was that in one? Yeah. I don't remember that. Because I thought he got caught by yeah, the flood because you found him. I thought that was what the case was. I got to look this up again now. I thought Keys was, I thought Keys had actually been caught as a, like. <laughs> We're making like no progress. <laughs> I know. I know. I expected this to be actually rather quick with it being a short list, but these are some big things though. In these the, are, in the these are really. Story, yeah. yeah. Let's see. Halo, Captain Keys. Death. Hmm. You got Let's one, see. Kyle? That you're looking at? Hmm. Is no happy ending in Mafia 2 really a twist? Not, yeah, you're right. It's not going to stay. I, I was kind of twisted because the way it goes down is you you go, you get your plan done. You get your revenge done. Everything's good to go. And then the big mob bosses come and see you. You're like, hey, nice job. And you're riding off with them. And you and your friend, whose name is Joe, and Joe gets in the other car, and you see Joe's car pull off to a different direction. You go, hey, where the hell is Joe going? And they're like, Joe wasn't part of the deal that lets you stay alive for these mafias. So they kill your friend, and you did not get exactly what you wanted. It was it was, it was, was pretty shocking. I was like, oh, shit. But I don't know if it was – it's just kind of like a nice little exclamation point on that story. But it doesn't, like, change the way the game was played. It doesn't change what I thought of the whole game. It was just like, oh, I – Thought I won. I guess I didn't all the way. So, yeah, we can cut that. I love Mafia 2. Everyone should play that fucking game. Okay, so <laughs> uh, okay, so I looked it up here because I was like, I thought he shot him. No, it's better. <laughs> Master Chief Pu- Okay. Ma- uh, no, it's this better. Is, this, is Master this is better. Okay. This is his series, by the way. <laughs> this is I better. Know. I know. It's like, shit. I forgot about this. That's why it's like, okay, okay. You have to forgive me on this, okay? Is Master right, Chief in no. the first one? Which one is he Master in? Master Chief. <laughs> Master Chief. Okay. It wasn't that he shot Keys in the head. He punched him right through his skull and ripped out his neural implant to make sure that the Flood couldn't actually use it any further to try to figure out how to get off of uh, Halo in the first place. It was essentially and that was that in the first the, one? I don't remember that. That was in the first one. Yeah, because Keys had gone to go, uh, what was it, to go and set the reactor on the Pillar of Autumn to actually blow up so they could take out Halo because of part of the flood infection. And when he got there, that was um, the flood had actually taken Captain Keys and had started to try to figure out how to pilot a ship, how to actually get themselves out. Because the whole point of the flood is just to consume and to grow. That, that's that's the whole thing of them, just as a as you know, like a zombie infection. So ultimately Keys was taken over and the only way that Master Chief could really make sure things were kept under control was to A get the get the reactor to blow up on the Pillar of Autumn. But the fact that Keys knew all this information and they were trying to harvest this information out of him Master Chief saw it, and after Keys died, he basically just punched his hand into his skull and ripped out his neural implant because that's everybody, I guess, apparently in the UNSC did have one of these. It wasn't just Spartans or anything that had, you know, cybernetics or anything in their head. So, yes, there was that, too. Great. So the Flood overall are the biggest fucking twist of that game, I guess. It's not just that there's a true enemies in general. They're just they're the biggest fucking twist for the entire series. Okay. 
Maybe we should hold on that one for now, then. Yeah, because, I mean, you see exactly where it comes down to with it, but, I mean... See, I didn't uh, get that when I, I played the game, but to be honest, I wasn't really paying attention to Halo's story. So. I had to look it up, though. That's where I was like, I was like, okay, Apparently I remember Keys was infected and, like, stuck to the wall. <laughs> and then it was like, was fuck, sure. what else happened? <laughs> I was fucking somewhere. Dude, I'm... I'm 30, I got kids, I got a job, I got all this other crap. You expect you to remember a lot of this stuff now? <laughs> I'm trying, damn it. <laughs> I'm trying. Hmm. Forgive me. Um, anyway. How about Heavy Rain? I kind of thought Detective Shelby. I did not see, I, I knew it was one of the five people, like or four or five people you were playing as, like it had to be. I, I don't know. It it kind of blew me away, but I was starting to really, really guess on him. Or, no, no, I think I was starting to really just guess on him, uh, like, halfway through the game. Like, I was yeah, almost I, I feel like my I was too. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if I did, but I feel like I was. I'm, it, I, I'm probably misremembering that, but, God, it really felt like I was like, it has to be one of these two people. Like, obviously, but maybe well, I'm wrong. Do, do, doesn't the case say something that you're, you know, it is one of the five or something, or maybe maybe that was just kind of the the mystery surrounding the the game. Is it, it was, was like one of the five? Yeah, because it was like the idea was like, how are these four connected? Because you weren't really talking with each other, and it was like, how are these? So that was what was so cool about the game was like, how are these four connected to a serial killer? And you playing each of their stories was pretty cool, but I, I, I'm, yeah. I don't know. I thought I'd run that one by you guys, see what you think. I don't know. I, I, I didn't play a lot of Heavy Rain. Um, around the early to mid PlayStation 3 days, it was a lot of hanging out with Joel and playing what I could, because all I had at that time really was an Xbox 360. So there was a little bit of Heavy Rain that I did play, but not enough to to have drawn a conclusion at that point to say that it was going to be somebody here, you know, not some other yeah. side character or something that was going to make that. So I don't really have a, a dog in this fight for that game. I guess when it was revealed, I didn't feel like, Oh my God, it was you the whole time. I didn't feel that. So, but if you guys, if you did Kyle, then I guess we can leave it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I, just for a minute. Okay, good. I want to be here all night, so let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> now, in, okay, uh, life is strange. Max can't save Chloe here. Now, the question I have more about this than anything Cut it. Is... It's not even really a twist. That's just, that's just the story. That's what, that's what it seems like, is that it seems like the circumstances are always set up as it doesn't matter that there's this butterfly effect going on anyway, is that the outcome is always going to be the same, that this person is going to not make it. Yeah, 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 go ahead. That's fine. Yeah. I guess that's a lesson in it, so not even so much a twist. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, let's cut Metal Gear 5. That's a stupid twist. <laughs> <laughs> I was pissed when that twist revealed itself. Yeah, that was that was pretty dumb. That was pretty dumb. I was like, "Oh fuck you, game. This is so stupid." <laughs> Cuz isn't it at the end of the game? It is. Yeah, you and then it goes back to the you do a flashback to the very first scene when you wake up in the hospital, 
and you had already made the switch, I guess, with the guy. Big Boss was your roommate <laughs> in this fucking uh, recovery hospital, and you guys switched, and you've been playing the whole game as the person who switched with him. And Big Boss is just off doing his own thing. That's like, wow, Which that's literally just makes you one of his Joe Blow Peace Walker re- yeah. recruits. So I'm like, well, that kind of pissed me off. So I think we should cut that one. <laughs> I've never been so angry at a I'm twist. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Got to cut some of these. So it's time to stop being pussies. Let's pull that band aid off. Sherm, were you as shocked as I was when the nuke went off in Call of Duty 4? I did not think they were going to do that. That was that was such an interesting take on it. I I had originally debated on uh not necessarily this one here, but the uh the terrorist part the no instead, Russian. you know, the no Russian. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about From that Modern that Warfare too. 2. Yeah, I thought about that one, but there was so much that had already come out about that before the game released that I'm like it's not much of a twist, but you don't necessarily know the depth or the breadth of what you're getting into when that happens. But the nuke part itself, you didn't even know was going to occur for sure. I mean, you think everything's going okay. It's like, yeah, bomb squad's on there, they're getting ready to defuse it, and then everything just goes silent and there's a mushroom cloud. And then your helicopter's on the ground and you're dead. Yeah, and it completely changes the way the game like Modern Warfare Modern Warfare, all I thought was, was we're playing another Call of Duty just in modern times. That's all I thought it was. This completely mm-hmm. changed it. It makes it into something. It's like an alternate history kind of thing where the nuke goes well, off. Well, I think agreed. Like, oh, think... that's completely different than what I was expecting. Where I think it played on the twist itself, though, is what was it? Modern Warfare, the first one, came out in what? 2008? Like, I think it came out after Halo 3 had dropped. Or at yeah, least Halo sometime was around that. Wasn't it? 2006 or 7? No, I thought Halo 3 was maybe. Okay, so maybe Halo 3 was 7 and Call of Duty was I don't know, 2008, the year after. But anyway, no, I think it's because we were in the midst of, of war in Iraq and Afghanistan. And of course, because this was a game based on more modern situations instead of revisiting World War II or, or anything else, it, it had to offer that different take on it's like, well, this is what's going to happen when a terrorist gets their hand on a nuke. This is the type of experience that you can see as our soldiers are out there on the line. And I think that's where it offered that unique twist that it's a, like a, a a what if that's presented to you that you had to push through up until the point that it happened and your character you're playing as is now dead. Or right. at least, you know, is on the ground crashing from that Chinook and looking up and seeing the the mushroom cloud before just it fades to black and you move on to the back to, I think, soap and price missions. It feels like it added real stakes to the game. In it the did. World, I thought. It did. It, yeah. It didn't. I like it didn't have anything that was. It didn't have anything that abs- like that skewed too fantasy like. It was still really grounded in reality. And I think again, it, it really played on what we were seeing going on in the Middle East at that point in time too. So it offered mm-hmm. that unique take to it. And it was like, oh, are they really gonna? Oh shit, they really did do it. Okay, I just wanted to know if I had support with that one. With me. no, no, that's that's. I think that's a good one to keep for sure. And I will actually tell you. Um, I think I. I was about to kind of offer this as a concession is like keeping Call of Duty for the nuke goes off and nixing Halo and the flood. Just because I think it's like the. I, I was much more back, shocked in Call of Duty. Yeah, I'm just thinking back to like the way the flood kind of hit is that I don't really feel like it was that like that crazy of a thing to go around and, and change necessarily that it, it wasn't just you 
shooting at Covenant all the time because they didn't introduce anything new at the Covenant, you know, up until that point anyway. But of course, it was only the, you know, it was the very first game of this entire series. Um, I'm just thinking more and more as you're going on through the rest of the games themselves. I know the Flood play the biggest part possible with two and with three. I don't okay. remember too much of them in four. Let's hold on for now. Okay, we'll cut. I, I, I can cut Halo for sure. Yeah, I, th- I I really don't feel completely sold on Halo and the Flood being the biggest twist, though, like, like of anything out there. I would say that probably a bigger twist, maybe it'd be like Arbiter being not only a, a, a playable character going into Halo 2, but then becoming an ally in Halo 3. That, that itself would cool. be a bigger twist. I thought that, that I, thought I think that is a little neater. Too. Yeah, but that's that's Too yeah, I really think. Does anybody now. want to put Metal Gear Solid 2 when... They twist you into thinking you're going to play a snake, and you don't. <laughs> and they hear a bunch of assholes by even giving you a mission to start off a snake and then change you to Raiden. Does anybody else? Is, I was pissed, I but I don't know. If I, I, really wasn't. I thought it was a dick move. I <laughs> thought it was a dick move. I'm, I'm on the inverse of it. I didn't honestly feel too bad about that. You know, I it was like for me, it was just another game. I wasn't I was invested in the story to a point. You know, with everything at uh, at that point in time, it meh, it didn't really bother me as much. That I you think know. the bigger twist for me in Metal Gear Solid was wasn't that you were playing as Raiden, was that you were playing as Raiden, playing as Raiden inside a simulation. Oh, the well, VR was, missions. <laughs> that was insanely hard to follow, though. <laughs> yeah, like tell me what it, Metal it, Gear Solid game to, isn't. It gets to be convoluted, but it's like. I, really? <laughs> you know? You find out at the end, and you're like, what? Well, we got another Metal Gear on here for Big Boss is actually alive. That I thought was a pretty big one, especially because of as much fighting as you went through through that game, just to be at the very end where you're at a graveyard, and then out of nowhere, here comes Big Boss just walking up to talk to you, and it's like, I'm sorry, what the fuck are you doing here? Why are you not dead? <laughs> you See, know, to- and I... I I felt I, guess I even, thought it was cheap. You think so? I thought it was cheap. I it feels like in one of those in some of those movies you see where they should be dead. Like there's no way how did they, how are they not dead and they're like fuck it I just he was alive. He survived that kind of thing. And I don't know, I felt cheap to me. I was like It's like on the Emperor's New Groove when they're <laughs> Okay, when they so get then, back to the palace, okay. and he's like, "How'd you beat us back here?" And he's like, okay, "I don't know. It doesn't so, really make sense, uh, does it?" And he pulls down the diagram. <laughs> so that's, I was just watching that movie today with my daughter too. So that was, I'm glad so that's you brought it, that one up. That's what it felt like to me. But may, I don't know if maybe I'm wrong. If you guys really like that one, God damn it! See, now I'm mad because I got I have a couple others that I was going to put on my on this list here, but now I'm like, you know, I put Metal Gear Solid Four on here, but now it's like, shit, I should have just put those fuckers on there because that would have been a hell of a discussion to have too. Which um, are the other ones? So, the, so it's it's Metal Gear Solid as well. It's the first one, um, but it's specifically the twist is Psycho Mantis, and the fact that the only way you can defeat Psycho Mantis is that you have to move your controller to the second port. It's like, here, put your controller down and watch me use my powers. And, you know, it gets the controller to rumble if you have the the dual sh- the original DualShock. You know, I don't the, know the if that was so much of a twist as it was just a cool thing they did. Well, it broke the fourth I thought it was a little bit more cool, it, that. like, when he was, like, reading your memory card. Yeah, th- I thought that yeah. was cool, but I don't know if that was so much of a twist. Well, it's a twist in the sense that it broke the fourth wall, that it's, like, it's not just a game. It's that Psycho Mantis had that, that 
that ability to be able to see like you know it's like oh i'm in a game i'm gonna read your memory card i'm gonna but mess you... with your controller and the only way you can get past him is you have to move your controller to the second port on the playstation do you really feel like that changed the game though changed the story at all uh, like, of what metal gear was metal gear has always kind of done that it's, it's I, I i'm having trouble recalling immediately um with what was it was screaming mantis from metal gear solid Four because i know there was the the ghostly apparition that was psychomantis that did appear at that point in time was there anything in metal gear solid 4 though that kind of like tried to break that fourth wall with you again though too the most like, surprising guys, thing i remember, remember from four is big boss showing up and going back to um ah oh, fuck i might have lost uh what's the place from one when you go back to it in four shadow moses thank you yeah, those that were the two was, big That was a pretty good one, four. especially going back and seeing Metal Gear Rex laying there, and then you get that sucker turned on, and you go fight Metal Gear Ray. That was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. But I didn't feel either one of those was really much of a twist. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, if if you think Big Boss showing up there in four at the end, I, I really felt it was. But it, you know, if it was, if it came across as more of a cop out, just it's like, oh yeah, here he is. It really did. Then but I don't it's... know. Maybe Kyle, you're the swing vote. What do you think? Come on, Nevada. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Damn it. Just for you, sure. <laughs> that was a twist all on its own, but we're not talking yeah. about that one today. <laughs> uh, yeah, what do you think, Kyle, though, from what you remember of Metal Gear Solid 4, if anything? Mm. Yeah, 4... Or is Metal Gear just completely null and void because that that storyline is I don't so know. hard go to follow? Anywhere, right? Like, like four, four kind <laughs> there of are no limits. Four was the I think four was the one that really blew. Like that one kind of blew my mind. Like finding out that the original real big boss was alive because the original one, original one, is actually a puddle. <laughs> There's also that too. Yeah, I don't know, man. It feels. It feels like they can just do anything in that show, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, in that, in that game, and they're like, "Fuck it." I mean, because the 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 time. Well, is it? No, that that's not even Big Boss. That's that's what's his name? Who? God damn it! Who was that? That's what I'm trying to remember too. Because no, the original Big Boss was the one that shows up and uh at the very end, and he's got the. There was someone in a wheelchair, but I can't remember who it was. It was like they were in a wheelchair that Big Boss actually pushed in. We don't even know what the fuck happened. We yeah. have to cut it. Yeah, no, <laughs> we don't even know yeah. what happened. That's what the problem is with it this was game. A it's good... so confusing and convoluted that no, the twist was, can't it, hit it, you. It was hard. a good twist. It was a good twist finding out at the end that he was alive. But I don't know. At that point, did I care? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Cut him. I think we should cut all the Metal Gears. <laughs> Maybe not two, but cut four, Sherm. Cut it. Cut it! All right, I'm getting. I'm just, fuck, just settle down. It's still now. there. Holy Cut it! Shit. <laughs> you ha- you are right there in the document too. You could have done the same. I could have, but I like when you do it. Well, it's done. Uh, maybe we should cut Assassins Three since it doesn't really change the whole story. It was just surprising. It's it's kind of like how Prey was, where it's like an opening twist yeah that yeah like it was a really good twist but it was it was just the opening yeah 
It's it's more. And of a I don't know. It kind of gave you more reason to be like, "Yeah, fuck that guy. We're going yeah, after him. I don't care if he's my damn dad." <laughs> yeah, I feel like a twist is supposed to turn everything you know and have established on its head. And this one is yeah. more of an establishment. It's more like, "Oh no!" It's like you you got twisted in the beginning, but we still haven't even laid out the whole groundwork of this game. Like, yeah, let's cut that one. That was pretty cool, though. I liked going through that playhouse. The only good thing I'll say about Assassin's Creed 3. And the ship combat. I like that. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. We're getting there, Sherm. <laughs> I don't know uh, why Kyle. you're calling me out on this one. I'm not. I'm saying we're getting there. Okay. I know it's taking this time. <laughs> uh, Kyle, were you surprised when Aunt May died in Spider-Man? Mm, not really. You weren't? Okay. I We could probably cut it then. Were I you? feel like it had... I, I was. I was surprised they actually killed her. It's a superhero game, like, and it's uh, a superhero maybe. game. It's not Batman. Maybe you actually killed her. I was like, that's surprising to me. Maybe, but maybe it's, I think maybe that one didn't didn't shock me as much, uh, because I had it ruined long before I played that one. Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, otherwise, I think that one would have would have blown up in my face. I would have been like, no, are you like? Turn it back. Turn it back. You know. I wonder if most I, of it is because, though, that Spider-Man has always been built up. It's like, okay, Uncle Ben dies, you know, and there's – I think there's been stuff in the comic books in that anyway where Aunt May has died any – like, you know, as a fact. But for a lot of people who consume Spider-Man content, it's usually the movies, the animated show, and then video games, not usually the comics. So I think this was just a unique take on it that it had to happen, but – I think it did yeah. have to happen because it really established the character of Spider-Man of he has to go through personal sacrifice for the greater good. Like that's always been Spider-Man's kind of thing. And to lose Aunt May that way. I, yeah, that was pretty shocking. I don't know. I could go either way on that one. I don't know. Uh, I Let's hold off on that one for a second. Okay, okay. I can't believe you went after Spider-Man like that. I, I was actually just kind of curious on that one if you thought it was as shocking as I did. Because I remember being uh, shocked. I was like, oh my god, you killed Aunt May? I was like, no! Portal. I know we got two of them here, so yeah. Uh, for that matter, both portals. I mean, really and truly, Portal 1, it's just like a, a tone in the... It, it's a change in the tone. Like uh, I, I mean, agree with Portal 1. I don't know about Portal 2. I was kind of surprised when Wheatley turned on me, but in Portal One, I'm with you. Were you really? Yeah, I was. I was. A I mean, there there, there had to be there had to be a bad guy, you know. I thought it was Glados. No, there didn't. <laughs> that's, no, that's the thing is that there didn't have to be like going into the first Portal game. There didn't have to be. You got little hints of it with seeing things, you know, where you could get kind of like behind the scenes ever so slightly in some of the different puzzle levels, but there was no expectation that you were going to run into any sort of bad person. It was just that you were going through these different puzzles. Yes, you had the turrets that would go and shoot you as soon as you got in their line of sight. But that was about as far as it got until it's like you're finally at that last series of platforms you're riding on. And no, now here's the fire you're going to go. And now you can get out and here is GLaDOS like just, you know, trying to convince you to uh, flip back around. And ultimately, you end up going through all these different caverns and tunnels and that to get to her and take her ass down. I, I think that was a twist necessarily there. You know, there. I think that's a thing in Valve's in Valve's wallet anyway is that they can always go and 
show you these really neat things, but then never explain anything else anyway to really save that stuff for you. Whereas there are some things that come up, like I said, with Modern Warfare 2, you know, the the no Russian uh, level. That was something that was talked about well before the game even came out and stuff even shown off that there wasn't really a twist there or surprise there that you had to play as someone killing civilians. On this one, on the other hand, you had no idea you were going to be going around and flipping it from being, oh, this cool little puzzle game with portals and that, to now having to work your way behind the scenes to go take out this AI. There was nothing like that. Wheatley, on the other hand, he's he's a bumbling idiot that just happened to be in the right place at the right he time. He was so charming in 2 that I didn't see it coming, really. And I don't get any inclinations that he's sinister. Like, he just feels like... My you may be sidekick. suffering from a slight case of brain damage. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I am one. with Kyle on the first one. Like, yeah, that is a little, that that is a twist. I'm not going to argue that, but I don't think that's a top ten. Yeah, twist. but I mean, it it's just I I feel like it was just like a shift in the tone, you know. I, I'm I, yeah, I'm kind of like, with you. Like, yeah. So I don't um, know. I I I think I'd keep if I had to keep one, it would be Portal Two. But I feel like Portal One, it, yeah, that that's not really a twist for me. I, I'm I'm kind of with you. It's I mean, it, it, it is a twist. It's just not a top ten it? twist. They they had turrets in the levels already. Gladys was already trying to kill you. I I get yeah. Like the twist is that there is a world behind this. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, like. And and there were already if you it, you know if you were wandering around in the levels you had to have found at least one of the uh, rats' nests. That it kind of fits into the same thing as like the Halo one for me. So soon. you you know if you found one of the rats' nests you or, or what I think is is that what they called him the rat or whatever. Uh, but where where the, it's that open room it's like all the panels are broke out and. You right. know, there's like cameras and shit, one. and it's like they're watching you, and the mm-hmm. cake is a lie, and all the posters and stuff, and you're like, "Yeah, I know what level you're this talking is, about." This is weird, you know, and th- this this uh, computer is definitely trying to kill me. You know, why are there turrets everywhere if this is just like you know an obstacle course? Like, <laughs> yeah, like it was like you if you were paying attention, there was more than this than it seemed. Like, if you were just blindly yeah. playing the game, just going from room to room, solving the puzzles, yeah, you could miss that. And be like, oh, there's an actual story here. But, like Kyle mm-hmm. said, if you stumble across that shit, it's like, oh, I should be paying attention. Because they're giving me everything. But, kind of with me, sure, like, it's, it's the same thing as Halo, where I feel like that was just a progression of the game. Like, they were... It, it's the first game. You're, you're, you're easing me into a story. Okay. Then, Portal's oh, really okay. short too, so it's not like it's Yeah, it's only a couple hours. Yeah, so it's not like they had a, a ton of time to get me thinking one thing and then you switched it on me. I was like, oh mm-hmm. it was more like a gradual thing, like, oh, there's more than I thought. This isn't as simple as I thought. Kind of thing. Whereas Wheatley, I was going one way and they 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 flipped me on Wheatley. I was like, Oh, you son of a bitch. That that's a twist to me. Okay, I, I concede on that one for sure. So I think then we'll keep Portal 2 and Portal 1 can go away. Mm. I mean, Portal 2 doesn't have to stick around until the very end anyway, but no, I, I think you. in the grand scheme of the actual like series itself, I think that's I, I think that's a fair one for sure because Wheatley's like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and get you out of here. Hey, cool. And then it's like, mm, no, you know what? I just want to test. I'm going to make you test ready. on everything. 
I think I'm ready to let Heavy Rain go. Yeah. I finally yeah, come to I terms with it. Make it. Yeah. Hmm. How about Resident Evil? Wesker is a bad guy. Oh, let's say goodbye to Heavy Rain properly, though. Bye, Heavy Rain. I already cut it, so you can't say goodbye anymore. I said goodbye to it. Jason! Come back, Jason! Heavy Rain! (laughs) Come back! I think the problem with Resident Evil, though, is that Wesker already looked like the bad guy. Like, you're walking into it, and the blonde slick back hair and the sunglasses don't really, like, I... convey a good guy type setup there. Okay, but you couldn't really tell that on the original Or a Duke Nukem cosplayer, you know. It looks no, so that's Yeah, no, really the voice acting was that's so very bad. Fair the graphics too. weren't that great. <laughs> yeah, he was just <laughs> like, oh, he's just one of these other hotshot cops. Yeah. <laughs> I think that one is like kind of like how Portal one. It is a natural progression of that story because at first you think well, you're just in a mansion with zombies. Like you don't well, realize that it's anything. getting they, more and they more. They keep throwing it in your face if you think about it. They're like, why is this dude just up and disappearing and he's the only one that seems to want to go off by himself and just yeah. like – and and then he'll like he'll be with the other, he'll be with Barry and then Barry you'll find Barry and he's like I don't know where he went he was with me and he just left yeah you know yeah I'm kind of with you on that one but it's like if you weren't sold on the fact that he was a bad guy like uh... I guess the twist is that there was a bad guy and not it wasn't yeah. just a zombie game in the beginning yeah like at least halfway through. If you weren't if you weren't sold like totally sold on the fact that he was a bad guy at that point and you were just going to yep. be totally blown away then I don't know. Cut it. And he had slick back hair too, so I can't forget that. Yeah. <laughs> Those yeah, guys mastered when he looked in like the a 90s, Duke Nukem man, cosplayer. Slick back hair. That that Those... was a that was a dead Oh yeah, away. the polygon of slick back hair was fucking sweet. I remember hey, that. Hey guys, can we add Duke Nukem <laughs> uh as a twist here and the fact that it was actually like released? That the Duke Nukem game, you no. know, like there was actually a twist in the fact that, 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 that game that, came That's out. a bad twist. That's not a good twist. Okay, well then it's on the list temporarily, and now it's cut. Okay, carry on. Hmm. Can we talk I about Infamous a little bit here? Infamous. I was just gonna say, I was like, who's in this room with me? Kyle, did you, were you twisted in Infamous? I was. I, I was too. I, I, I was shocked when it turned out it was me from the future. Coming back. Yeah, I was like, "Are you kidding me? I, I, I I'm Kessler. I, yeah, I planned I, this, <laughs> and I. It didn't turn the whole game on its side, but it did turn everything I thought on its side. Especially if you had been playing bad, and then it really makes those choices that you make in the game mm-hmm. hit a, a lot harder, in my opinion. Where it's like, oh my god, look what happens if I go down this path. I don't know. I damn." I, and I thought that was a really cool storytelling mechanic. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I just didn't know if anybody else thought. I didn't play enough Infamous to be able to give a uh, an answer on this one for sure. So that's why I was deferring to you guys on this. I, I think I might be willing to let go of Dead Space at this point as well. All right. Bye, Nicole. I was, I was, I was twisted at a certain point, but. Yeah. At a certain point. Like, but that you're was, right. That was, when that you was walk on room, that like, ship and one. you're like, oh, man, she's dead. It's like there's nobody alive. <laughs> like I was in the middle. I'm like either one I wouldn't totally be shocked with. I'm you like, walked oh, on, she's alive. You walked onto this ship. 
you understand what you're fighting and the thought that crosses through your heads is like you know it's like oh yeah this person is alive yeah there's no that would be the way. twist that that's the twist that Nicole survived that that's yeah, the twist most, most normal people would be let would 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 see that and they'd be like okay guys let's pack up let's go let's go I think, I, you know what like you know the... just leave the gear leave the gear <laughs> you know what let's let's I'm just thinking, go ooh, I'm we're thinking more like in the grand we are I'm thinking like in the grand scheme of like horror movies though anywhere where like there are some of those points where you know it's like you get to that person that you're looking for like the main character of this horror movie gets to that person they're able to like you know save them for that certain point in time and then they're killed off just as they're about to fully finish their escape and then the person has to go and fight the fight the evil person or the killer or whoever it is you know i'm thinking like jason yeah. Voorhees, michael myers style type stuff you know if if that was in there it's like you know that's a general trope but i think walking into dead space it's like this is a pretty bad situation if anybody's still alive then yeah exactly like you said preston that's the twist that's you know, yeah i that's unfortunate because i really did like that twist should we go and see if we want to do any locks yeah i think so i think i'm not sure where to go from time. here all right, so let's go ahead and go down the list here. Portal 2, Wheatley going rogue. I think that was a, a interesting one. I'm not fully sold on it, though. I am not fully no, sold not on sold. it either. Okay, Bioshock, would you kindly? We haven't even talked about this one. That's but a lock. I think it's I would a lock. Say, I was going to say, lock, that's a pretty baby. big one. Maybe that's why it didn't, yeah. All right, so we did talk about this one a bit. Shadow of the Colossus, Dorman is the bad guy you have been helping. I think that's a lock, man. I think it's a lock for me, too. Is it? I was like, I was like it, yeah. I think about my, I'm so angry see, just thinking about it. You don't even see the effects of what the colossi have done to your body until you kill the final one, and the guys rush in, and it like your skin colors changed, and you look sickly, and you look evil, and I ah. think you've actually sprouted uh, horns, horns at that point. Yep. Haven't you, horns. you yeah. actually, you start seeing a little bit. I think, I think like around the colossus eleven. You start seeing little things. Do you? Yeah, I, I guess you, I, I, I guess I just didn't notice it. That it, well. it's small. It's small stuff. Like I, I, but I thought I noticed like a color change in the kid. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just misremembering it. But well, the, the other part yeah. of it though too is that it that part itself with the uh, with the curse and the horns and that tied into these other games that came out from Team Ico, like Ico and Last Guardian, where I, I think it was Ico itself where they had the. Um, where they had like there was some sort of curse that was never explained, and some kids were born with like horns or something like that, though too that laid into what the um, um, what the main character from Shadow of the Colossus yeah, had well, happened to him. Uh, Ico came first, but Shadow of the Colossus was supposed to be a prequel to Ico. Mm-hmm. That was exactly what I was and thinking. Then, yeah, Last Guardian, of course, is the the actual sequel to to Ico. Okay, if I recall. Properly. I think that sounds right to me because I, I would remember... lock that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it already is. All right. Metal Gear Solid two. You're playing as Raiden. That is not a lock for me. Not for me either. No, I, again, it's not something that really like pissed me off or anything. Like it sounds like you guys did. So yeah, it did piss me off, but we'll yeah. see. <laughs> our only, our only retro classic game on here, I think deserves the lock. Metroid Samus is a girl. I also think that is a lock. Actually, that is a lock. I think that I, was, I, I had to I, beat I, the game hella fast to even see that. I was I and I was shocked. I, I actually didn't see it firsthand. I had to see that in a magazine. <laughs> I I saw it in a magazine and on G4 TV. I didn't actually see it firsthand until I, I didn't was either. like twenty. But yeah, I I crazy, think that's definitely right? a lock. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, braid. and I, I, I didn't even get the bathing suit one. Yeah. I, it was just the helmet. So, it's uh, I think cool braid's anyway. a lock, but I'm trying to recall braid. I think so too. Yeah, braid. Uh, so the that one is. Was that, the t- was that like the time traveling one? Yeah. Well, it, yeah, it's you a, could it's rewind the hourglass. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're trying to save the princess, but in actuality, you're actually trying to kidnap her. Yeah, because the, the way it's portrayed, the entire game is you're chasing her to try and rescue her, and you don't actually find out until like literally the last stage. And I think you have to have 100 percent completion, don't you? I'm not sure. I don't, I don't so. remember or not, but you don't find out till the last stage that yeah, you're the bad guy, and the reason she's been running uh, is because you've been chasing her, and she's been trying to get away from the bad person. Ah, yeah, that one really, and that one really works into the game's mechanics when you think about it. It's like ooh, when you're playing with time like that. If I was to do this backwards, it's like playing that uh, record backwards thing where your secret message kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely right. a lot for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, the nuke goes off. I think for the period in time that this game came out and that event actually happened, that was pretty, I think that was pretty good. You know, we, I I say after the fact, you know, with like Fallout 3, we had a lot more emphasis, of course, on, on nukes and that anyway, because of what the Fallout series was. So seeing a nuclear explosion really seemed to like tie into the game anyway, as you went on. But this was grounded, as we discussed in the realism of where we were at in the world with the war in Iraq and Afghanistan. It's like, this could be something that could happen, you know, a very, very rare, like very, very small, slim chance that it could, but this is like something that really throws a lot of that out there. So that's why I think that one's a lock, at least from the the time period of that one. See, and I think for me, it's not a lock because of the time period and whatnot. Um, I wasn't necessarily expecting it, but, to the to the same effect it hit me more as a as a oh my god wtf moment you know yeah i don't know i need i need time to think about that one sure i'm not sure all right all right fair enough uh infamous kessler is you that's a lock for me that is also a lock for me but i don't know like that that just fucking hit me so hard oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah Oh, I'm sure of it. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, Aerith is killed. That's a lock for me. Yeah, that's a lock. Okay, that brings Especially us Especially now... if you're playing the original one. I mean, up until that point, like, I'd say probably at least a couple hours, more than a couple hours to that to the point right before she dies, you're, you're, you find out, you're like, oh, she's she might be our last hope. Right. We're banking on this, you know? And she might she might have the answers, and then she runs off and gets killed. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that's perfectly fine anyway for me. I agree with. This, I don't know. It, like... It's definitely one of those ones that it's like throwing a monkey wrench into the cogs. Uh, yeah, especially actually sure. as far as like storytelling went too. Not even just for the yeah. Final Fantasy game, but as far as like killing off main characters. I'm with Kyle on that. Yeah, no, that's that's a very fair argument for it for sure. Uh, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. You've been cur- controlling lock. Darth Revan. That's a lock. That's All a right. lock. Easy. <laughs> Especially with how much Star Wars is loved and appreciated to have that type of twist to it. That's, yeah, yeah. That was a lock. Uh, Spec Ops: The Line. You're the bad guy. This one, especially that, with the white that's phosphorus. That's a lock. 
that's a lock for me. I would go with that too. You think so? Okay. I yeah. Think go so. ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Lock it. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. So I, I was shocked. Two, four, so six, yeah. Eight. Go ahead. Two more left. Especially, to take, guys. you know, you think about all the war games and stuff. You're always playing is the the hero, the the good guy, and it it really makes you question everything that you've ever done in any other game. You're like, well, shit, was I just killing innocent people yeah. the entire time? It. I have never had my hands feel dirty in a military shooter game like that, but until that it, game showed yeah. up, yeah, very interesting. Or for the matter, for a... that matter, when you play a game, yeah. Very, I mean, very... I've had that feeling in games, but. Okay. Um, it's a very different situation compared to, you know, something where it's like a choose your own adventure type thing. You know, like you actually have different choices you can make. This one forces you to carry on through it. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, Spider Man Aunt May dies. That one didn't seem like that one was a lock. Mm, I don't know. I think it could be. I think it could be. Okay. I'm just going off of what I, the discussion was. What, what do you was. think, Preston? I don't know. I have an idea. I think we should lock Call of Duty and Spider-Man and cut the last the other three. Okay. I have I I've got my two. After Why looking, cut GTA? Why cut it? Mm-hmm. Because it has to be somebody. Like I, it was shocking that it was my friend, Big Smoke, but uh, it, it, somebody was obviously fucking with you and selling you out to the cops and shit. So it had to be somebody. And like we said, yeah. Rockstar is very – they've already proven themselves that they are very capable of fucking with you in those games. So I don't know. That's a fair point. That is a very fair point on mm-hmm. that one for sure. It's a very good one, but I think it I, – I think that definitely could probably go then for sure. I, I, I really did like that twist, Sherm. Like that is, that is actually mm-hmm. a really good one that I, I missed that I had forgotten. That was a really good one. It, it only came to my mind after we started talking about Red Dead. So that's why I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, so I'm cool with GTA going then. That, that's not an issue. I'm just going to go ahead and nix it right now. So, okay. So we got but two. But you think keeping I, I think Call I would do Call of Duty and Spider-Man. I think those are the two I would pick. Okay. But, I think I'm okay with that. Yep. Because Metal Gear Fair Solid, enough. that pissed me off on a personal level. But, <laughs> again, Metal Gear loves to fuck with you anyway. It, it didn't really change the game. The game still played the same. Yeah, I like those ten. That 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 was one of those ha ha yeah. got him moments. Yeah. That's like you son of a bitch. <laughs> and again, well, it was it, it was right like, it was right in the beginning too. It was like they gave you a little tease well, and or it was something, the, and then like, like switch it, and then you play the rest as riding. And what's even better is it was just longer than what the demo portion was. Right? <laughs> it was it was fucked up though. Like goddamn it. That's that. Oh wow, Kyle, wow. stop talking about it. you're gonna make me mad, and I'm gonna want to put it back on the list. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's let's go ahead and just do the quick breakdown here of where our ten sit, and then we are gonna take our break to figure out that list. So we have Bioshock. Would you kindly? Shadow of the Colossus. Dorman is the bad guy you have been helping. Metroid. Samus is a girl. Braid. You're the bad guy. Call of Duty Four: Modern Warfare. The nuke goes off. Infamous. Kessler is you. Final Fantasy VII, Aerith is killed. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, you've been controlling Darth Revan the whole time. Spec Ops The Line, you're the bad guy. And Spider-Man for the PlayStation 4, Aunt May dies. We really like the ones where you're the bad guy. 
Literally, yeah, it's like yeah. two of them are the same thing. Yeah, you're the bad guy. You're the bad guy. No, you're That's the bad guy. That's such a cool thing, though. Like, it really is. Yeah, okay, go it's ahead. It's an easy one to go with, but yeah. Anyway, so let's take our break, and we will be right back with this sorted out. And we're back. Preston, how bad did this list turn out this time for top video game Not twists? too bad, actually. I think we're okay. You think so? I think we're okay, actually. I'm actually, I'm actually very grateful. You know, this was actually the first time in a long time that we didn't actually hear any sort of panicking or upset uh feelings from the other side there as you're tabulating results so that was uh well it's because you made a great change at the end there i'm real happy you moved <laughs> call of duty off the number two spots like i said so we didn't have to have a that's brawl. why i didn't tell you i had locked anything in yet was because i'm evaluating stuff and just putting numbers down and that's all i'm doing why would you ever put that even anywhere near the top like <laughs> you you were like playing with it though i saw you like met you you copied and pasted it up there. And so I was like, what is he doing? Ah, <sighs> oh, fuck this noise. Anyway, so remaining on our list here, the 10 that we are going to be sorting out are, I'm just reading the games off, Bioshock, Shadow of the Colossus, Metroid, Braid, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, Infamous, Final Fantasy VII, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, Spec Ops The Line, and... Spider-Man for the PlayStation 4. Cool. What's at number 10? You like that order? You just want to leave it like Fuck that? Fuck off. What's at number 10? <laughs> number 10 is Call of Duty. The only thing they can really fight with is I'm Spider-Man. Okay with Spider-Man's one point ahead of it. So I'm fine with that order right there. I think Call of Duty's is a cool yeah. twist on what you think would happen in a war, modern war shooter. Um, I was a little more surprised when Aunt May they would actually kill Aunt May in Spider Man, but you can only kill Uncle Ben yeah. so many times, though. You can only... That's because he's part of the story. He, that's part of. What, I, I, know, I know. I agree. Yeah, that, like, you can only that's... do so much. Let's let's up the ante here. It'd be weird if they didn't kill Uncle Ben. <laughs> that would be a twist. So Spider Man came in at number nine, then. Yeah. Do you do you have any beef with that at Call of Duty? No, I, I I honestly don't. I think it was enough for me. I'm I'm okay. as you know, I'm very heavily invested in a Call of Duty, at least a, a large chunk of it. So it's for me. I think that's I think that's actually really good. I think it was a good thing, especially for games like for war games that hadn't have any had any sort of modern take on them at that point in time. Everything was still residing in World War II. So I think that was a great yeah. refresh of the series, and we've gotten some great stuff out of it since. So yeah, that's a good spot. I think Spider-Man's also in a great spot too. It was a I think Spider-Man, I think Aunt May dying was a given. I it was just something that looked like it had to occur. I did not think so, but I'm okay that it did. So, I'm okay with that. That's fine. Uh no fight for me. Uh that would take us to the 8, 7 and 6 and 5 spot, which are all within 4 points of each other. Um at 8, we have Infamous. At seven, we have Shadow of the Colossus. Six, we have Spec Ops. And five, we have Final Fantasy. Seven. Any any beef with any of those? Does anybody like where they're at? I think Infamous is a little low, in my opinion. Uh, I think Infamous is a little low, and I think Final Fantasy is a little high. I had Final Fantasy at the three spot. Like that was so <laughs> surprising that they would do that. So here, here's my reasoning for Final Fantasy. 
um, w- with Final Fantasy stuff, it, it it's always like you're. Uh, how, how, is, how do I go about saying this? Like, okay, it starts off bad, right? And it just seems like it's getting bad, 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 and it might get better. And you start getting a team built up, but then it starts getting a little too good, so you know something's got to go bad. And that's kind of how I felt with it. But didn't you say, like, you know, the, the thing you said that made me think that this was a little higher is she is painted as your last hope. She is she is what she is what gives she you is. hope. And to kill it right in front of you is like, oh, I guess not. I guess she's I guess we need to find a different route because this is not going to work. Th- that seems like a really uh, big maybe, twist. Maybe you. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you could be right. Th- that's why I you had Final Fantasy right. fairly high. Um, well, what are our other options? Shadow of the Colossus and. Uh, what was the other one? Spec Ops the line. God, I. What was Spec Ops in six? I think that's fine for the Spec Ops, honestly. Honestly, I guess. Yeah. I would. I. I think Infamous does need to go up, though. That's. That maybe not. I don't know. Infamous is. I. I feel like that was a big twist. Like I never I didn't saw either, that coming. But... Especially if you're going like, if if you're going the uh, hero rather than going infamous, or I guess champion rather than infamous, like, don't you feel like the way the story is taking you and like the the way your relationship is with Zeke, like, it feels like that that could never have been you. Yeah, it... At, at the same time, you know? though, like when I think about Shadow of the Colossus, and I felt like such a fucking piece of shit, garbage, trash person when I found out I was killing those coloss, those innocent colossus over greed, and because I was tricked into it, I felt like such a piece of shit. I get so I think about the anger that was actually I felt when it happened, and I was like, God damn, you know the. The first time playing it, I did kind of feel that way. But, I mean, you also got to look at it from the perspective that, I mean, it's awful selfish of you to think that you could go and take the lives of, even if they were, you know, creatures or whatever. They didn't seem to be doing anything or, you know, doing anyone harm to bring back one life. Yeah, but you know, it didn't dawn on you awful. that you were going that's to be exterminating greed. these large creatures that you've been told, "Hey, you're not supposed to mess with them," and you're, you're right. doing it selfishly for a girl. I mean, when you're when you're a kid, heck, yeah. no, it doesn't, you know. But when you're an adult, maybe maybe you put a little how, thought into it. Did they actually it, ever portray how maybe old the main not. character I guess was? I'm a child then. <laughs> in Shadow of the Colossus, I'm an immature child. Thanks for calling me that, Kyle. <laughs> Makes, what? I'm an immature child, I guess, because I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> Maybe I should be an adult and think well, I about mean, it. <laughs> we, you you didn't play out. it on PS2? Uh, no, I didn't play it on PS2, but I didn't think about that stuff. Uh, well, it, but it, it's not necessarily ever, like, straight up said to you either, you know? Which is why I thought it was well, a this twist. Is why, this is... 
everything actually kind of present you know i don't know you do kind of have to reshadow the colossus do they actually ever present the age of the uh age of the main character like do they give an idea of age that's it young adult yeah, okay, so okay, so someone who's okay. Adult, so if you yeah. take young adult, which quite literally is between the ages of like fifteen and twenty-one, oh yeah, someone's gonna act on impulse like that because they think they know better. So okay, yeah, put it in number. Yeah, drop that below. You said anything young adult, I hate. So let's just. So we're dropping it drop just that for the down fact there that with you Twilight hate. and <laughs> Insurgent and Divergent, all that shit. Twilight, get it out of fuck it. Yep, drop it to eight. Sorry, I might drop it low Spider-Man now. You're making me mad. The goal was Young not adult. to make you mad, Preston. The goal was just to ask that question, <laughs> no. though, was just to find out because you think – I okay, we were all teenage boys yeah, at I mean, one if point Kyle feels, well, Yeah, well, if I Kyle know, feels more well, strongly no, about it, that's fine. There is another perspective about it. I mean, you think about it. You, The game is meant to make you feel as naive as the character is, you know? Yeah. Whereas, and that's why I think, like, unless don't you're our, don't unless you feel like Preston, every sense, I do, which like, is why it's a you twist have to me. Figure... That, like, it actually makes the, the yeah. player feel in that way. Whereas Infamous, I think, is more of a so story. So maybe it mechanic. deserves to be higher up. Maybe that's it why. That's why I had it above there. Infamous because I thought Infamous was more of just a storytelling mechanic, and it was like, oh, yeah, I didn't feel a connection. That's why I have it actually higher or Infamous lower than Shadow Colossus, Braid, and Spec Ops because I felt a connection as a player in each of those games when I was twisted. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Like, I love infamous. Don't get me wrong, man. I think, but I think maybe eight's the right spot. I mean, it was a good twist, but yeah, it, I, it didn't, it didn't hit me to the core. Like it did with those. So we're thinking flipping those back around again, where shadows at, seven and infamous is at eight or do we move shadow up higher let's put it should, let's put infamous at eight right now i'm not sure i yeah i think infamous yeah needs then to honestly if you guys are feeling I'm trying to th- if you guys are feeling a little a bit twist, more in line with like you know uh shadow being that much of a unique twist to it at least then maybe spec ops needs to move down a bit given the grand scheme of you being you know i mean you're a bad guy of course you're you're killing civilians I just think it lends hand that you're, you know, you're not necessarily destroying the world where you're at. You're destroying someone's world, but in Shadow of the Colossus, you're destroying kind of the entire world in one way or another. I'm, at, you know what, actually, Sherm, you're kind of right because I had already felt dirty in Spec Ops when I launched the White Phosphorus and when I had done the other shit that you do in that game. I can't even remember the other part. The White Phosphorus is the one. That's that. Really that that's the, the big one that's going to. It's always the one that was talked about. You know. With that game itself. It, I I had already felt dirty and sullied at that point to like, wow, I'm not I'm I'm not a good guy. Like like I'm getting the mission done, but I don't feel like a good guy. So at the end when you are the bad guy and you, you're crazy it, it, I was still twisted, but maybe Shadow should be a little better, or maybe Shadow should go up. That's that. that's also bringing it up was because we made the comment about being naive, you know, and that's the same with us when this game came out, when Shadow of the Colossus came out you're going in because it's the understanding. It's like you're the hero. You're going to rescue the girl. Your your goal as the hero is to take down these massive creatures without this true understanding of what's actually going to happen. And now you're actually finding this out, and you're now suffering the consequences because of your naivety. Or I think that's the word, the way that you say that. Naivete. Whatever. It's just basically the fact that <laughs> your impulses are so great that you're not actually thinking about. I really what like happens. that argument. So guys, I yeah. think maybe. 
I like that argument. I think you should push it up. Do we want it to replace Final Fantasy VII, or do we want to move anything else down? Because uh, Final Fantasy VII is still at five. Okay, so what's it? What would we put at seven? So seven is Spec Ops. Mm. Spec Ops. Six right now is Shadow, seven and five is Final Fantasy VII. I mean, I honestly think Shadow of the Colossus could probably make it to the top five if it has to. But I just don't know how far up. Right, that's a really good argument Kyle made about the night, like the naive mm-hmm. character, and like I hadn't really ever thought about it in those terms. Well, because when Shadow and now Kyle brought that up, and now I yeah. am, and I'm like I'm feeling twisted. Because well, when Shadow of the again. Colossus came so, out, we were kids, well, and, and and even down to the gameplay, too. exactly right. Like, oh, man, that that's a big yeah. deal to me. I think it. Fuck, maybe that does go above Final Fantasy VII. It doesn't necessarily have to. There are other things we could end up putting lower if we have to. Like, I, I don't know exactly what... Like, let, let me ask you this. And so, because Final Fantasy VII's at five right now. What do we got at four? Everything else made into okay, the Okay, what do we got at the four and three spot at four, now? Okay, uh, four would be Braid. Three and two are tied with one point more um, with Star Wars, Knights of the Republic, and Metroid. And number one, hands down, or where the runaway is Bioshock. It's not even close. Okay. It's almost at 30. Okay, so then the question comes down to how are we feeling about then? I mean, if it's so run away now exactly where like the top three are at, then, you know, maybe it's not up necessarily for debate on where Shadow of the Colossus goes. Maybe it can only go up one higher then up to number five. I mean, it's only two points ahead. Like that, that's only three points ahead of what the four spot is. Okay. So Braid's at 20 points and Final Fantasy's at 18 and Spec Ops is at 17. And Shadow of the Colossus, I hadn't thought about it. I, I would have put that higher on my list now. Fuck, That's why know. these topics always know. bring out these extra things to think about. So I I I honestly think because of like when we came out or like when this um game came out, we were kids with the PlayStation 2. You know, th- this definitely lends to what Kyle was really talking about, and that you see this as a game that has your your base level quest at least stuck in your head that you're trying to save the girl. And you go and start to take these creatures down, and the complexity gets to be more and more as you go on through the rest of the creatures. And then finally, it comes to a point there, even before you get to the last one, that it's like you're actually contributing to the to the death of the world in one way or another by bringing this this demonic entity back. Uh, it really lends into a lot of it that you don't actually get a lesson out of of what you're trying to accomplish until close to the very end. You know, there's nothing that you really learn. You're just, as a kid, you're just pushing ahead. I don't know, man. Final Fantasies is really good, though. Oh, it also is as well. To extinguish your hope, like everything you're building up for, that's a... It'd be one thing, like, if it didn't work or something like that, but just to kill it off. Damn. Do we want to even like I uh, like play with the idea of possibly moving Kotor down and pushing Final Fantasy VII and Shadow of the Colossus up? Kotor's I had Kotor because Kotor's two, a big like, one as well. I think that one is too. Damn, I don't know, Kyle. What are you thinking? I I'm kind of pissed at you for bringing up such a good point because now you've thrown a complete fucking monkey wrench into my whole line of thinking, and I don't know what to do anymore. Exactly, that's where my problem is. I look so, at my list and I feel like a fucking moron. Okay, I'm going to pitch something. I think Metroid 
should drop. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I'll I'll say this for Metroid. I think probably the one of the reasons we all put it so high is because it is literally like the original twist. It is, yeah, right. I I actually had it at the number nine spot because that's what I thought when I put it on there. I was like, oh, how much am I just giving? How much stock am I putting in the original originality of it? See, and I I know I know I had it. Uh, way up there because I had it at number one, and I was just like, "Well, I got to put it at number one." It's like had the original it too. Like you guys both had it but, high, so I was like, "Well, maybe I'm wrong." Yeah, and uh, no, I feel like I, I am wrong. It, it is the original twist, but you know how freaking hard it was even to just get her without. It was her also helmet. a twist I never actually saw <laughs> in real time. Yeah. Like I said, it took me till I was twenty to actually do it myself, and it it was hard. So, I don't know. See, I could drop that. And I could drop, I don't know, six seems a little low for that, though. Isn't that where we're at, mm-hmm. six? That feels a little low for Samus. No, I think I think Samus, I think it deserves the credit of being up as high as it is just because of how how much of a twist that was for the way games were at that point in time. That's That's a pretty big thing to throw, you know. Because they never gave that she was yeah, a girl. They... Shouldn't you examine your own life then? Yeah. Sure. Why couldn't girls? Maybe you should think about your own life. I try. Too. Why couldn't girls be superheroes? <laughs> I'm just saying it. That it's these are questions. These are que- this is a twist on your personality and your own perception. Fuck you. First off, you need to think about yourself. <laughs> what I'm saying is that at that point in time, you know, there was no giveaway to who the who was actually underneath the armor, and Samus Aran is not a. You know, it, it's not a gender specific name right there either. You you hear it at first. It's, it's you know, it doesn't sit there with you. It's like, oh, this is this is a girl. This is a woman. No, it doesn't sit there with you. And the way games have been presented up in that point in time is that it was most likely a man in that suit. And then finally, of course, the reveal comes up and it's like, okay, now what? And it probably introduced a lot of mixed feelings for people at that point in time too. Did it? I like. Were people upset but about that? I, didn't, I wasn't upset. Me, I, don't, I was like, I, I thought it was cool. I was like, besides, oh, cool. Besides it being, yeah, I think we were blinded by the original, but or by it being the original twist. But like another thing to think about is it was incredibly hard to get. Like a lot of people know about it only because of the fact that I mean they've outwardly said it, and I mean if they hadn't, you know only because it's been on TV and YouTube and stuff, you know? Yeah. I don't know. So what would everybody put at six then? All right. KOTOR for you, for you to go through the whole game almost and hear the legends of this fucking Darth's or this fucking Sith Lord and for you to be him. That, yeah, that's you, huge like, to me. The the entire time, like even if you're your dark side, you know, or you're you're going bad guy, you know, you're like, man, this guy's a dick. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know that one. You're like, I can't wait to beat him just so I can take his place, or I can't wait to beat him just so you know that 
to get the good ending, you know, and be rid of rid of him, and you know the the universe be peaceful or whatever. That's so hard to do in and writing. Then you're too. like, I'm him. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm kind of. <laughs> yeah, I think Kotor, and that's kind of what Braid does too. Braid doesn't do it with writing; it does it with gameplay mechanics, really, which make it makes Braid interesting. But Kotor, that's so hard to do in writing. I think. For you to get through a whole, and a lot of people think that's like the best Star Wars story out there. I don't know if I agree with that, but to get through a whole storyline like that, and you didn't see it coming, I I did not see that one coming. I don't know about you. Did you guys see that one coming at all? Any suspicions or anything? I didn't. I I didn't either. So to get through that whole story, and, and I didn't have a one. Yeah, suspicion. like I said, and to get through that whole story and no fucking clue that that was happening, that fucking blew me away I think that's gotta be high which is also fine okay yeah spec off seven maybe it is Aerith in Final Fantasy 7 what What are you leaning towards here Preston what, what are we feeling I don't know I feel kind of like Metroid you want to bump Metroid all the way down then? I feel like Metroid should be top five. I think Metroid should drop all the way to five. I don't want it to fall out of the top five because it is the original and it was. It subverted expectations. It was the first game they mm-hmm. did that I could think of, and I think that's worth top five in this case. Okay. I, I can, but, I, you know, I, I, know, I think I can get behind that. I think. Storytelling has gotten much more progressive and has definitely evolved a lot. I, I made mention of it when we were at the beginning of the podcast anyway, that we, uh, you know, that things have evolved, especially in the last 20 years alone, to give us these great twists, to give us these great stories without having to compress everything down to just, you know, several hours. I think I'm leaning Final Fantasy at 7. Final Fantasy at 7? Yeah. Like I said, do keep in mind... it. It's a Final Fantasy game. You kind of had to expect, maybe even just a little bit, that, like, especially being if you played it on PlayStation, yeah. you're like, there, there's, there's, still, there's still more discs to this. Why are there still more discs if things are getting so good? Yeah, I wouldn't so think so. Final Fantasy 7 bad. going underneath Spec Ops then? Did I hear that right? No, no, so sorry. So, so that's at the number six spot. Okay, so, okay, so. I, I wouldn't drop it below Spec Ops, though. You wouldn't? Okay, that's fine. All right, so... Okay, so... Okay. And then Metroid at 5 for me. Okay, so I got something mixed up here Then on uh, what I'm trying to do, the numbering on the sheet. I got Call of Duty at 10, Spider-Man at 9, Infamous at 8. Spec, Spec Ops, Ops 7. 7. What's 6? Shadows still? No, Final Fantasy 7. Final Six. Fantasy 7's at 6. 5 is Metroid, and then 4 is Shadow? At least as of right now? Uh, I could go with Shadow or Braid. I'm not picky about either one of those. I, those are the two I think go next, though. What do you think, Kyle? Mm. Now, you guys had KOTOR lower, lower than me. It, it, am I just blinded by KOTOR or Star Wars? I don't think necessarily you are. Because I had that at the number two spot. God, I, I was just absolutely fucking shocked. I don't know. I feel like st- you said it's Star Wars or or Braid at this point. Yeah, for the number for three the spot or Shadow. Yeah. Or Shadow. Or, 
Shadow or, Shadow, or what now? Shadow of the Colossus, Braid, or Kotor can be... Or if you guys really think so, Bioshock is winning by attrition right now. I am the only one who had it at the number one spot. So I, I had it. I had three. it at number so, two though. I, in and I'm willing three, to, so to like, say Metroid goes way further down. Uh, so I mean, I I guess we could have the talk if you really think Bioshock. Could I don't know. Go. I feel like Braid. I I feel like Braid needs to go lower because. Uh, I mean, there's there's really not a lot of story to it. Like, it's a big it shock, is. but I mean, there there it you're more involved in in Kotor and and in Shadow. You know, I, I I'm with that. You're, you're more involved. I'm with in that. Shadow. Let's do four. Yeah, for Braid, I'm okay with that. Okay, so Shadow of the Colossus is getting a promotion up to the top three. Then, dude, this made a hell of a. It climb. really has. <laughs> I mean, it was down there, like way down, too, Nonetheless. It was at like the eight spot. I was like, dude, it's all the way up to fucking three right now. I had no, to say you didn't something ruin it all. You actually all. offered something. You made a good point though. Like it was a point I never really mm-hmm. thought about either when I played that game. Like I just went on the fucking surface of ah oh, man, I'm a dick. I'm actually helping the bad guy. So then do we wanna To think about the like to, to think well, about the it, lessons it made that, me that think about you. the statement you had said about Last Guardian, you know, and having to train Trico right? and you know being naive to the controls and to how it works and, you know, having yeah. to, to work with him and him That's not something knowing, that game does that, you yeah, know, it feels like it's bad controls, but it's it, maybe not. And that, that I kind of, I kind of thought about that when I was finishing shadow and I was like, wow, maybe it's kind of the same thing. I mean, you've never encountered something that, you know, a 60 story colossi that you have to climb with your bare hands that's part fur and part yeah. stone you know yeah like how would you know mm-hmm. how to climb that how would you know how Fuck. to find uh, its weak spots and shit you know are we going to put it all the way up to number 2 or 1 ah i still think kotor's better i still think kotor's better i don't know about than... that i think i think kotor deserves I think to it's go locked in guys it, with Kotor at two so and Shadow Bioshock three, at one. Kotor two. Is Bio? Do you guys think Bioshock should be number one? I, I do, but I don't have a lot. I of think that it yet. does as well. I do. I I do. I just can't think of a game where I literally had to set the controller down and go, "What the fuck? Are you kidding me?" And you, like, it shows you all the times, and you're thinking about it, and you're like, "God you're like, damn it." He seriously was the entire time. He said it every freaking time. And I felt time. so. I can't think of a game where it's like the clues used. are right there. You feel everything's used. right there in front of you. You just can't see it. And I was like, "Oh my god, you fucking twisted the shit out of me on that game." Yeah, I think Bioshock for sure is my number one. But I didn't know if you guys thought the same thing. I oh also no, I'm right there with you. Fuck yeah! There's sure. some great substance there with fucking it. Fucking shock. But man, it was just so Kyle. Good, dude. You, I had to set. That I gotta tell you though, Kyle, you really fucking threw a curveball there at us with what Shadow of the Colossus really was, and allowing us to kind of dive deeper into there. So kudos to you on on bringing the fire with that. I had game. that at the sixth spot, and that's climbed all the way. Yeah, to you three. really pushed all the way up to yeah. the to the bronze spot there, dude. <laughs> Like, think about Bioshock and the reason why that twist is so good. Because when you think about, it almost feels like it takes the agency away from the player. Like, you had no choice. 
like in the, in the way the game played out in the beginning in the first half of it before that actual twist happens you don't have any choice it feels like it i don't know it makes the player ask the question am i in control of my own actions in this game or was i going i don't know it was such a weird fucking thing i thought about when i played that game shocking i like that game i like that game yeah we've talked about bioshock a lot in this group songbird in particular Were you guys twisted when <laughs> Songbird died? Is that what you're telling me should be number one right now? Songbird? Fuck <laughs> off. All right. You want me to read us out here, Preston? I. Uh, yes. I All do. right. So, in our list for this week's topic episode, at number 10, we have Call of Duty 4. The nuke goes off. At number 9, we have Spider-Man PlayStation 4. Aunt May dies. At number eight, we have infamous Kessler is you. At number seven, we have Spec Ops The Line. You're the bad guy. At number six, we have Final Fantasy VII. Aerith is killed. At number five, Metroid. Samus is a girl. At number four, Braid. You're also the bad guy. At number three, we have Shadow of the Colossus, where Dorman is the bad guy. You have been helping. At number two, we have Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, where you have been controlling Darth Revan the whole time. And in the number one spot for top video game twists, we have Bioshock. Would you kindly? Ah, And at our super number one list is Untitled Goose Game. You were the goose the whole time. Anyway, with all that said, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to this week's topic episode. (laughs) Don't forget to check us out on anchor.fm slash the-npc-podcast. That is the home of our podcast. You can find all the links to all the platforms we're supported on there. So please make sure to check that out. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at the NPCs Podcast. Find us there on social media to see when we put up new episodes and uh, definitely help follow along with us as we uh, share some spicy memes out there as well. We're also on YouTube and Twitch at the NPCs. Uh, we got a new once-over up of Watch Dogs Legion thanks to Preston, so please go check that out and see what he thinks about this new entry to Ubisoft's series. On Friday nights, 8 p.m. Mountain Time, Kyle and I do a weekly news roundup talking about video game news from the week, so make sure to check that out. We are streaming that on Facebook and YouTube really helps us out if you tune in there and talk to us as well about what's going on in that week's gaming news. Again, thank you so much, everybody, for sticking with us. We'll catch you all in the next episode. Later.